Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch podcast, where we watch movies that he likes and watch movies that she likes. I'm the His, Caleb, and with me, as always, my spirited wife, the Her, Megan. Megan, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like we should have done that together. What? The yeah, Merry we... Christmas in the beginning. I know. Merry Christmas. We should cut that in. We'll, break, we'll do that next episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited about this one, this episode, because it's, it's uh, the beginning of our um, Christmas episode right. series. Christmas series. Christmas yeah. series and the... The holiday season has officially begun here. And yes, it's officially after Thanksgiving for all the people who don't like to celebrate before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, this will come out in December, so yeah. it's great. Great yeah. time for it to come out. Great great month and a uh, lot of activities, lots of stuff going on. And shoot, this is a really busy week for us, and I'm surprised we actually found time to <laughs> record. But here we are. Yeah, we got to squeeze it in when we can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're like scheduled... <laughs> Cause we have, we have Jet and doing a, he has Tech Week this week and that's like, long hours. Yeah. Well, he's in a play. For he's people in a play. Who don't know what Tech Week is? Yeah, he's in a play. Tech Week is the week leading up to the production, and so he's in a play. He's in Frozen, and so he um, has performance Friday and Saturday. So yeah, we're really busy on that. Which I mean, literally all we're doing is just checking him around. Right. But but uh, the the time is is like he has to be picked up at nine o'clock. Yeah. And Ella had swim practice and she had to be picked up. And so I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing when we get home. This is schedule. You do this, I'll go get Ella, you go get Jet, I'll get ready for the podcast. You come back, we'll put him in the bed, we'll yeah. record. And so here we are. I know it was like cause it was hard because both of them have practice basically on the same side of town, but their not timing was time. off. Not yeah. even close to out time. No, not even close. So it was. I was like, well, I guess I'll just go get Ella, bring her home, and then go back and get Jet. And you were like, well, I'll go get Ella, and then by the time I get home, you can go get Jet. So yeah. that's what we ended up. Yeah, doing. Um, make sure you have time to be pre- for to be prepared yeah. for the movie. So, so thank God our middle son didn't have does not have anything. Yes. <laughs> till I don't know, probably January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell, it could do uh, some of the off. T- um, off-season practices and, and yeah. training, but not when it's not convenient. If it's <laughs> for sure, <laughs> but, but that would have been tonight too. Yeah, but it is the season of holidays and fun. Uh, yeah, and which most of the time I feel like people have holidays or their holidays are busy on the weekends. Yeah, weekends. You know, with busy. holiday Christmas parties and kids activities, and because we do have that, we have you know play, and then we have a parade coming up on Sunday. I don't even think I even told you about. Oh, I think you did mention that. <laughs> That's Sunday, great. Yeah, Sunday. so that is a there's a parade that our daughter is in, and then um, that might be that might be the last of it for the kids, and then I have a lot of work going on. Yeah, yeah for Christmas the photo shoots. And yeah, Christmas shoots. Yeah, birthdays, lots of birthdays in the month. Oh yeah, that's right. We do have birthday birthday parties. So uh, yeah, so yeah, fun times. Yeah, and, and then we have you know family get-togethers. Yeah, and we have <laughs> podcasting to do. <laughs> yeah, movies to watch and to talk about. Yeah, well so, that sounds easy. Yeah. So as we mentioned in our last episode, we're um, doing a three-movie Christmas movie series. Yeah, the first three weeks. One, three weeks. Uh, the first one is the is Megan's pick, yes. the Her, uh, and she picked It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I had to go real classic with yeah. it, which is this will be our earliest movie we've ever done. Yes. <laughs> or latest. This oldest? is our oldest. Oldest. oldest okay. We'll go I'll oldest. Just say the oldest. Yeah. I never know what which is which. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll have a pick next next week. I'll have a pick, and then we're for our third. It's our uh, 
a special one. It's a family pick, and we'll have yeah. our kids on the podcast. This will be our podcast. holiday episode, which will this won't come out on Christmas. It'll come no, out the week, the week before, before Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to come out with a, a Christmas episode, or we just? I not? think we'll just do a regular episode on Christmas. It'll just, come out Christmas Day. It'll come afterwards or something, but we'll do it. That's fine. Okay. Don't worry about it. But uh, so yeah, so good times. So if you're um, haven't followed us already on our socials, please go ahead and do that and like our podcasts and leave reviews and five star reviews to make sure that you're uh, supporting the podcast and getting us out there and growing an audience and helping us out. If you like us, you can help us out. Yeah. So, if you don't, it's okay. Yeah, we understand. <laughs> do it anyways. <laughs> yeah, right. I do it anyways. <laughs> but we hope you do. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, well, before we get into the movie, you had a little something that you wanted to do. Yeah, well, we season. like to start off our podcast, well, obviously, we start off with, like, an introduction, and then we like to start off with, And like, a lot of rambling. Yeah. But we've gotten really bad about it. <laughs> I think the problem is we've gotten too comfortable, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but then we like to talk about, like, a little topic or something that has to do with the podcast or the season or whatever it is. Right. Um, I try to... I tried to surprise you with this one, but you wouldn't let me, which is hilarious because we really had like this. You were going to do one too. I was going to do something. And so then we ended up having exactly the same idea. Yeah. So that's yeah. hilarious. Um, but so I forget what we came up with because I think we combined it. Oh, what was your, your favorite Christmas memory? Is that what you Favorite Christmas memory. Oh, yeah, because like you childhood. wanted. Yeah, child, Christmas, favorite childhood memory because you want to do the earliest childhood memory, mm-hmm. which I don't know if what's, I don't even know time frames like everything just runs together when there's yeah you don't even know how old you are in some of these memories i think uh you have reference points and things like that but i don't really have like a a christmas like moment like Mm -hmm. i don't remember like one which (laughs) it's very funny because like we put so much importance on christmases and like you know creating these great experiences for our kids on christmas morning and then me as an adult, I don't really remember them. <laughs> well, that's what pictures are for, right? <laughs> I know. Uh, but I also have like the worst memory in the world. Like I feel like I already had a bad memory before I had kids, but every <laughs> child I've lost memories. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I don't know if that that's a thing, typical. but I feel like that's a thing. Um, but so I guess I will say, I did want to say my earliest Christmas memory. Um, it's not... A great Christmas memory. Okay. But it's not terrible. Okay. Okay. I just, I I think, I feel like a lot of times, especially our earliest memories or like the ones we can remember the most, they're usually not like pleasant. You know what I mean? Like they're usually like, or either they are like super crazy or something kind of traumatic or something. You know know what I mean? (laughs) Like I feel like your traumatic memories. I think it goes about your certain feelings. Like, I mean, there's stuff I remember that. I did. They probably didn't affect anybody else, but I remember that feeling that I had, like maybe it was embarrassment or something. And you're like, can't believe I did that. And probably no one ever remembers it, but you, but it was that feeling and that, that happened. But maybe that's similar. So I remember, um, I had to have been five or six. So it's probably my earliest Christmas memory, Christmas memory. Um, I had asked for a Fisher Price, you remember the Fisher Price little people? They weren't little little people like oh. our kids had. They were like little people, like almost like the size of your palm. Okay. But they called they were called little people, I think. They may have just been called Fisher Price. I don't know. But I had I wanted the dollhouse mm. and I begged for it and begged for it and wanted it so bad. And I my mom was like, No, we can't we can't afford that, blah blah. So I was like, Okay, that's fine. Well, I remember 
Playing outside. Yeah, we all used to play outside. But I remember looking, like, I was playing in the shed out back. And oh, I remember yeah. going, I coming. told you this I before. I think yeah. I've heard this one. And so I remember going in the shed. And I was just playing. Like, I was, whatever. I don't know what I was doing. Imagine it. Imagination. And I remember seeing the dollhouse in the box in the garage. And it wasn't even like they were trying to hide it. I don't know if my mom listened to these podcasts or not. But she probably doesn't even remember. I don't know if I've ever even told her that I knew. <laughs> So I saw it and I was and I was kind of excited, but that was so sad because I like to be surprised. I don't know. So I remember I remember Christmas morning getting waking up and seeing it, and of course it was all put together or whatever. And I just was like, oh, oh you lost I the just, magic. Yeah, I just remember that feeling. Like I didn't tell my mom that I saw it or whatever, but. Yeah. But I just remember that feeling that I think I felt really bad because I felt like I spoiled it. Yeah. Even though they didn't know. Like you said, it was something that I I felt internally. And um, being so young and just realizing that I felt like I ruined Christmas for myself. But it wasn't my <laughs> fault. <laughs> it wasn't anyone's fault. It's just, I mean, maybe it was kind of their fault. They didn't hide it very well. But I mean, I, I don't think I was supposed to be in the shed either. <laughs> so, Probably. <laughs> well, I didn't want to end on like, a sad note. <laughs> so my favorite cherished memories as a whole, like nothing really sticks out to me. Well, I guess, I mean, it's like, because it, it was a tradition. But I remember having Christmas with my grandmother, my, my mom's mom. Um, and we would go and she had all of her Christmas presents. I don't know if your grandma did this too, but I feel like this was just a grandma thing. But her, her tradition was having all of our Christmas presents. They were wrapped. They were wrapped. In a garbage bag. Oh, nice. <laughs> like all together? Like piled No, like we had our own garbage bag. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't remember, like, I'm trying to remember, and I'm probably butchering this whole memory, but that's, I don't know if it was my grandmother who gave them to me or maybe my mom brought them over. I'm not, yeah, I just don't remember. probably moved them over from, a, from one house to another and they and put them all in And maybe it wasn't at her house. Bag. Yeah, I don't remember. It's all kind of mushed together. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't really have like one single moment except for like that dollhouse moment, but, um... I just remember it was definitely my grandmother who did it. Right. But I think, because she had, I mean, she had, let's see, there's six six grandchildren. And so we would all come over at one time. And so instead of labeling them all, I don't know, she just had, we each had our own trash bag. That's all I remember. Oh, <laughs> and it was would, like that for years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my grandma, she would, she would uh, just not label Oh, your grandma's presents. a hoop. I mean, she still does that she to this still, day. Oh, yeah. She was terrible. I mean, now she has an excuse, but... Like, even when she was, like, great and uh, younger. Uh, yeah, when, like, when I first met you and spent my first Christmas with you. We're, like, giving out presents. You're, like, Mama, whose present is this? Yeah. We're, like, I don't know. I have to open it. So we opened it. We had to find out. You had to open the present yeah, to find out whose it went to. Right. It was a game. <laughs> like, who has less presents? Because she was always that way. Yeah. And then she would, like, she would remember. She'd be, like, oh, did you get this? We're, like, no. We're like, oh, she had to go find it in a closet somewhere. <laughs> and then so she would, like, find gifts hidden in like the spring she'd be yeah. like in the closet she'd be like oh this went to caleb that's funny that somebody. she's always been that way oh yeah she's always been that way i was like she's been that way since i've known her oh yeah yeah, yeah. and she's just been that way because i remember there was one christmas where somebody opened up something and they were like oh thanks mama and she's like oh that's not yours yeah yeah <laughs> that's not I, yours go give like, it oh, to thank, so-and-so like, like, oh, oh thank god okay <laughs> that was not even close <laughs> that's not even close to what Cause I, I think she's even written the wrong names on some of them oh definitely yeah definitely <laughs> wrong labels like i don't know 
It's oh crazy. man, I, it always gave me anxiety anytime I went over there. Oh, yeah. Because your family does stuff so different. We're kind of getting off track, but your family's uh, traditions on Christmas morning is everyone unwraps a present all at one time. Oh, we're all wrapping, going to town. And Christmas I was like, I'm sitting there and I'm everywhere. like, oh my god. Oh yeah. Like, cause we don't do that. Like, no, no. Plus, it was just the it was just the four of us when it was just you know me and my mom and my sister and my stepdad or me and my mom and my dad. It was just us. So. Right. We would we took our time and unless we were at my grandma's, I'm still pretty sure we took our turn. Yeah, took turns. We took turns yeah. opening it. And that's what we do. Well, that's what we do now. Yeah, because of me. Well, I appreciate that better. <laughs> I'm not one to just I like that better. Yeah. I do like that better. Well and I think we mentioned it's more it to chaotic your grandma, and that's and not my personality like, anyway, but Yeah. Yeah, I just, I was, oh my God, I feel like I was having a panic attack like, the first as soon as you got there. it, throwing it some, there's somebody giving out presents, throwing them across the As soon as you got it, wrapping yeah. paper everywhere. Oh my god. It's like, it's just. And there was sometimes we were in different rooms, like especially at your mom's house, because it's not, it's not super big. So we would be like one, some people would be in the living room, some people would be in know, the dining have room. Like, we'd have like 20, 30 people or something like, yeah. like all of us and trying to f- just every, chairs everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, I still never probably could pres- get used there's, to the... There's probably presents that got thrown away a lot. It <laughs> <laughs> just got... Just got a, I could away. never get used to the fact that y'all unwrapped them right when you got them. I would just be sitting there with my presents. Yeah. <laughs> like, waiting. I don't know. Yeah. Because I like, hey, so-and-so, thanks for this. You're like, okay, yeah, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah, and then your mom's like, did you open this one yet? <laughs> I know. I didn't, it wasn't... I don't remember it being so bad growing up okay but it got it got crazy as we got older and teenage years and um things i remember one year me and my brother he might have been at college at the time i don't know i was in high school but we got a lot of clothes and me and my brother put on put on every piece of clothing (laughs) that we opened up and so we had like five shirts on and pants and hats and it was just like I can see that. Yeah, I had like a tie, like three ties around my neck, and it was funny. But <laughs> yeah, that was uh, those are definitely that, those are memorable. The chaos, the chaos is very memorable. Yeah, that part of it, and uh, there's specific moments that you remember. But yeah, and, it is uh, so funny how our families were so different. Yeah, like it's just the small things, you know, just like the small details yeah you know because i mean we both at least i mean we at least we both had christmas you know mm-hmm. there's there's those differences too like one of us could have been jewish or you know one of us could not even believe in christmas or had a terrible christmas you know yeah. so it's like but it was funny those little teeny tiny things yeah both of us definitely had good like christmas yeah christmases were a big deal and good memories and, and stuff. they still are they still are yeah, yeah. we try to try, pass that on to our children and stuff yeah and create our own traditions yeah <laughs> yeah exactly uh all right we'll kind of move on from that that we covered enough of that we'll, <laughs> we'll do more christmas memories and traditions as the uh series goes yeah which now getting into it's a wonderful life which i never i mean i've seen this movie so many times i've seen bits and pieces of it so many times i never really realized how non-christmasy this christmas movie is like you know the whole movie yeah the whole movie is about it sets place in christmas eve of 1945 well the beginning yeah no but the whole thing is but it's a flashback the whole movie is about a flashback and so but the movie actually when it goes to present day it's christmas eve of uh, 1945 and that's when um, that's when Clarence the the angel comes down, yeah. and that's that's that day that he comes down. But like, yeah, the majority of the movie is flashback. Yeah, I don't know about majority, but it's well, yeah, I would say majority. It's about seventy thirty, like flashback. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. There's only the last, what, half hour or yeah. 20 minutes? Yeah. That's, um, and, you know, set in, in the, that time when, well, it's basically when the angel's there. Right, right, um, yeah. But I guess it kind of, a little bit leading up to that, obviously. But I don't know why. I guess it it just never, I just never thought of it as a yeah. Christmas movie. But, it, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sorry, I take that back. I always thought of it as a Christmas right. movie. Right. But, but you didn't notice it wasn't as much a Christmas like Right, a lot yeah. Of Christmas. Like, I mean, like, if you take, like, Christmas the, Vacation or Christmas with the Cranks or anything like that, like, that's all about Christmas. Christmas Day. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with Christmas Day. Yeah, but, like or leading said, up to Christmas. And then, like, you would, I think you would find movies nowadays, there would be, if it was a flashback, it would be, like, several past Christmases yeah. in it. Yeah, this yeah, doesn't yeah. have past Christmases. Yeah. And, it was uh, like a Christmas story. That's how that one was, wasn't it? A Christmas story? Oh, no, that was just over the couple of days up till Christmas. Right? Yeah, that was yeah. like the okay, si- Christmas mind. season, yeah. <laughs> it's the like, opposite of what it's you like, said. It's like uh, Christmas vacations, yeah. like the month leading up to Christmas. And, yeah. Um, yeah, like th- Miracle on 34th Street's kind of the same way. It's right. like from Thanksgiving through Christmas. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, we watched, uh, I'll do a little intro. We watched the, our, our 14th episode is the, 1946 holiday cra- classic, It's a Wonderful Life. Well, who are you? I told you, George, I'm your guardian angel. What is it you want, Mary? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. was released December 20, 20th, 1946 uh, at a limit it was a limited release and then January 7th 1947 it was a wide release I guess I don't know if they did a lot of movies like that back then or not because this is funny because like this movie is things were a lot done a lot differently yeah so <laughs> back then. I went on a long tangent about 1940s films. 40 cents. Okay, we get into that. I'm with you. Okay, I'm like, we're, do we want to go in that now no, or wait yeah, save we're, it for later? We're, we're definitely on the same page on all that. Okay, I went on so many rabbit trails doing this. Me uh, too. I'm so excited. Like, I, I think we've, we thought that we wouldn't have a lot to talk about because we don't really know the actors. Like, I the mean, actors in that era yeah. and different movies. Like, yeah. I don't know it, hardly any other. Like, th- this is going to be the only black and white movie we probably watch. Yeah. Review. This is probably the only in probably. Around any decades that of those decades, right? No, I think it's definitely so, going to be our um, oldest, oldest movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
this was uh so yeah i went on so many rabbit trails <laughs> on here a lot of stuff I, I i read like a lot of bios on all these different people and okay, i didn't read the bios no so. i was like i was all into it a lot of stuff i just looked at the 1940s films and okay. like what all that entailed like the 1930s 1940s was the golden era okay. and you also have to remember i did take a film class in college that's what qualifies you as a co-host for this <laughs> podcast <laughs> That I probably slept through most of. <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, seriously, this is just because I have to do it. No, I liked, I did like the class, but it was really kind of like a free ride. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It wasn't for Those a Those were major... my favorite professors. That's why I took That's it. That's fun. So but... the budget on this movie was $3.18 million and a box office of $3.3 million. So this was a box office flop. Right. Um, Which I feel like that was a lot of money. $3 million is a lot. Yeah, yeah. Which they said they built the whole set, like the whole town was built. The whole town, and that was like the biggest set they've ever built. Yeah, was that was for that movie. Yeah, I'm that's like, well, that's saying. where their money went. Yeah. Was the it was set. like I read how many like shops, and uh-huh. they made like a factory. They made um, all these sets. There was like it was a whole set. Yeah, it was very expensive. It took like months to build. Yeah, and stuff. Well, they said that it put um, that director um, Capra, Frank Capra. Mm-hmm. Forgot to mention him, but oh, we haven't got. That oh, okay, yet. sorry. But they said they put it put Frank Capra five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in the hole. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he had a really hard time um, scrambling up enough money to make his next picture, which was State of the Union. Wow. Which never heard of that either. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I don't think we'll hear most <laughs> of these movies before. I know. So uh, I did find that this was on IMDb. It's number 20 on the top rated movies on IMDb by the voters. So people go out on there. Out of everything? Out of all movies, all time, it's number 20. Out of all time. Yeah. Wow. Because that's the crazy. people rate the movies and stuff, like yeah. stars and everything. And that's this, cool. this is number What's 20. What's number one? Um, we should watch know. it. Yeah. Yeah. Really. We should compare. <laughs> I know. Like, some of those. Some of them are modern. Most of them are, yeah, most of them are more modern movies. Um, so you, you talked about, you got into the, the 40s. Like, yeah. So what were some of the. So I was like, what, what movies came out that year? I'm like, okay, this is not going to work. Oh, I don't know. But so I was like, okay, we'll just do the whole decade of the 40s. Like the, some of the top movies that came out in the 1940s. So uh, did you get into that? Is that where you were So I mean, headed? no, I really got into, so I don't know what made me. So I was looking at the different actors and like um, one of the articles I was reading was saying how, um, um, you know, James Stewart and, uh, is James Stewart, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Stewart. Oh, Jim, James, yeah, James Stewart. Jimmy yeah. Stewart, right. James Stewart and Donna Reed had done like hundreds of movies before this, but never starring any roles. I mean, James Stewart had, but not Donna Reed. Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart definitely was. Is this James Stewart or Jimmy? It's, it, his name's Jimmy, James, but they call him Jimmy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Jimmy I Stewart. Wrote it down so James they call Stewart, Jimmy. But yeah. That's yeah. fine. But Don, I think it was Donna, Donna Reed. Reed. That was her first yeah. big role. It was her first starring role. Starring yes. role, So right. she had been in a lot of films and, um, so I'm like, well, she's not old. And so I was like, so then I went to look at like her films and it was like film was released. Like some were like three or four times the same year. There was some like right after another, like every year for like a long time. And I'm like, how many films did like, how, like, what was their film process? Like, like that was why I was yeah. so curious. Like, cause I felt like they, they were like really pumping out films during this time of year. And so that was one thing I got, I got stuck in a rabbit hole, which I feel like the internet is so wide of like the knowledge it has, but there's so much false knowledge out there that's really hard to find like good facts, you know? And so, um, I think that's probably what started. Most of it was because I was trying to figure out, okay, why? Cross-referencing things. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, 
why are there so many films during this time period? Okay. So, um, so this was the 1930s to 1940s. Um, that was the golden era. That was right when they um, started producing films with sound. Um, they even did some with color. Because that was my other thing was, was like, okay. Oh, yeah, I got into color too. Yeah, so there's there's films that came out in color during this time. Yeah, like big ones were like The Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. and uh, Gone with the Wind. Yes. Those were 1939. Yeah. But... Go ahead. So I was trying to figure out why that was, which I found out was a budget cut. Well, budget was a big, yeah. huge reason. So it was, it. yeah, more and budget also, friendly. I saw that it was it was not just because of budget, and it was really expensive to do. Color oh yeah, it was movies, a creative choice. But yeah. it was creative choices, and also it was like, um, it was kind of more like a people saw it was more of like a gimmick to do color. Yeah. Because it wasn't it wasn't traditional like right. black and white was traditional way of doing it, so it was more of a gimmick to do it. Um, so it had to be like for good purposes and stuff. And your, your big blockbusters, I guess, um, would be, you know, some of your big movies would be in color, but yeah, color didn't get popular until the sixties. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was, that was my other thing was, that's why there was a lot more movies being produced because, um, this was, I believe right before the war, World War II, right? This one came out right after right world war after II. world war ii okay right. so i guess it was more or less before world war ii started which like world the 1930s 19 early 1940s was when there was that really big boom of mm. movies um because of all this new technology coming out okay and so there were um the big film companies which were warner brothers um mgm rko radio which is the one that produced this movie um 20th century fox united artists paramount universal and columbia they said they would churn out a movie uh, at least at least one movie a week what yeah all not like you know one of those or some of all together right like yeah yeah, and so then I was like, I never really found actual fact on how long it took them to film a movie, but there was a couple of places where I saw that it said that the fil- the actual filming of the movie only took them two weeks. What? Yeah. Like normal movies? Yeah. Dang. No, I mean, not all movies are as long as this movie well, yeah, was, yeah. and not all of them are as big budget as this one was, gotcha. but that would make sense of why she was in so many movies during one year. Because if she only had like, and you know, she didn't have any starring roles. She was an extra. She could pop in this movie, pop in another movie. You know, it was kind of like a. Um, anyways, I'm not sure if any of that is actually true, well, but I was just. I mean, there's I, there's obvious proof and like facts that there were a lot of movies produced around the same time. And like nowadays, like it's a mo- like if it's one actor. It's usually every few years, you know, because it's usually a year long or couple year long process to film movies, and it just wasn't that big, way back. Your big then. stars might they might get two they might be filming different ones and two or three right. movies. It depends on the movie, obviously. Some big budget ones they're going yeah. Lock these, them into different these ones, actors, but. these these starring actors had hundreds of movies under their belts when yeah. they died. Like that's just insane yeah. to me. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna, uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get into some of these actors and some of their. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of their stuff, but I was just looking like in the '40s, like some of the more the big some of the biggest well-known movies that came out in the '40s. You had like Citizen Kane, Casablanca, and uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street actually came out in 1947. I've never seen Casablanca. I know those were those I've are seen two Miracle Thirty Fourth Street, the first one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Citizen Kane and Casablanca are are either. two that. Like I've heard a lot of, and you've always seen the the Casablanca ones, but yeah, uh, the clips. Color. But no, it wasn't Casablanca. No, no, no. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I had never seen those before. So 
Uh, and then can you name um, one uh, Disney movie that came out in the 40s? Oh, yeah, there, Fantasia. Fantasia came yes. out. Yeah, and, I uh, had that on tape. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, Bambi, Pinocchio, Fantasia, and Dumbo were, oh. were all Disney movies that came out in 1940s. Wow. So, yeah, and those, those were like all around the same year. Yeah, see? Yeah. Isn't that weird? But that's animation, too. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. I just, I don't know. I guess maybe because the technology and the process was so simple back then, and now it's yeah. way more complicated. You know, they put all the complications into everything and making everything perfect, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was super fascinating. And you can yeah. even look, like, you can go on IMDb and see how many movies were released every decade. Yeah. Um, so it starts at, like, 30s and 40s was really high. It was, like, around... Uh, 7,000, 8,000 movies, and then it got lower in the 50s and 60s. I wonder if that's because of te- television. Yes, that was okay. one of the big reasons with television. Um, and then it went and then it influxed again back in like the 80s and 90s. So yeah. I don't know why it was, but I thought that was yeah. pretty fascinating because it, well, it is that, a pretty like big thing. Like you said, decline. television had yeah. a big thing because it, right. took, it took actors and it took production into a different role. And so then you had a dividing line between television and and movies, so I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. They had used a lot more resources that they were using into film, and they probably put it into television, right? And stuff. So, which also brings us back to this movie. How this movie had a big hit on TV. Yeah. That was what I saw. That it got um, released, or I, I guess it was saying, I didn't read this super, super into depth, but yeah. it was saying how it ended up being like basically free for people yeah, the to copyrights, like pick up. yeah, the, the copyrights lapsed in Laps, the seven, there we go. yeah, it, yeah, they lapsed in the seventies. I think it was the seventies. And so it became like, it was like on all the time on yeah. TV because it basically was free to I think that's how a Christmas story is. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like that was, no, was, I don't know about now, but it yeah. was growing uh, up in the 90s. It was like on every channel. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so you want to talk about the so, actors? Yeah, we'll get to now? actors. Did you know, did you see that this, the It's a Wonderful Life got nominated for five Oscar I nominations? I did. So it got uh, nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor in a Leading Role for uh, J- uh, James Stewart. Uh, Best Director, uh, Frank Capra, uh, Best Sound Recording, and Best Film Editing. They didn't win any of those, but hey, five Oscar nominations for a film. Yeah. Uh, We have Director director Frank Capra. He also got a um, writing credit for that. Did you hear about where they got this from? This was from a... uh, Yeah, a little bit. Go ahead. So, yeah, so they... um, So there was this guy named Philip. I'm not sure if I'm going to get this name right. So everybody get your drinks ready. <laughs> right. Philip von Doren Stern. Okay. Um, he decided, he, he was a, a writer, and he was really trying to get like this um, story picked up, and it never got picked up. So he decided to give a gift to his closest friends uh, for the holidays, a um, 21-page Christmas card. Yeah, because he wrote this. Yeah, it was he wrote this and he couldn't it get it. It was 200 copies. Yeah. He was trying to sell this yeah. story and he couldn't get it, so he just decided to give postcards. Yeah. And so um, David Hempstead, which is a producer at RKO Pictures, ended up getting a hold of it and mm. purchased the movie rights for only $10,000. Mm. Which, that was a lot of money back That's then. That's a lot of money back then. That I guy probably thought comparison. he was like, woo woo. But, um, but yeah, so uh, even though it was like originated from those stories they did say it was actually not completely from those stories so they yeah, they kind yeah. of jointed with that's why he was saying he's a co-writer Absolutely based yeah. on that yeah yeah, yeah. right i, I was kind of like oh wow i'd like to see the original yeah <laughs> or like hear the original story yeah so um frank crapper like 21 he, christmas card that's a 
That's a hefty stamp. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Okay, yeah. I know so nowadays I hope, it would be. I hope God no one gives us a 21-page <laughs> Christmas card. Put that up on our refrigerator. Might need some a couple of magnets for that one. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so Frank Capra, uh, he was born in eight... Oh, I'll just... I, all these guys, I want to give um, their... Their, their birth and their birth death year, years. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was born in 19, um, 1897, and he died in 1991 at the age wow. of 94. Holy mackerel. Yeah. That was a he long was, time. He was actually an Italian immigrant. Um, fa- his family immigrated from Italy um, in 1903, so he was like six, six years old. Um, I went it's through, really probably pronounced I went, Gapra. Yeah, no. <laughs> So I got I, so obviously I like like I said I read his old bio and was like, uh, I mean, listening to reading what, how what it took for him and his family to get over here the voyage they had to get here and going through they went through New York uh, I don't know how long they stayed in New York but then they moved to Los Angeles I think his brother or somebody was already living in Los Angeles and that's how they made it to California and they said that their uh, the 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 conditions on the boat getting over here were horrific and oh, described yeah. some of those everybody was sick the whole time it was stormy I was like oh my god yeah. he said the smell was atrocious yeah and that's then, pretty typical for all the immigrants yeah, stories it's just crazy to awful yeah so then he gets into they get to America and he takes a train ride to California and they said uh, I said they didn't speak English, so they lived on like bread and bananas to get to California. Oh my gosh. So, so yeah, that was that's that's pretty rough. Um, and then he goes so on to make him. his wonderful. Film. So he makes and then he goes on to be a great. <laughs> and I, I went into his like how he got started, and he was very successful student and all this, but uh, how he got into it. But he was actually he's won three Oscars, and he was nominated for a um, another three. So he had six total wow. Oscar nominations. Won three. Um, he won Best Picture or Best Director for um, Mr. Deeds Goes to Town in 1936. <laughs> You're kidding. So I was like, Mr. Deeds? I was like, what is this movie about? So I read the bio, or the, the uh, synopsis, and it says, An unassuming greeting card poet from the small town in Vermont heads to New York City upon inheriting a mass fortune and is immediately hounded by those who wish to take advantage of him. I'm like... Oh my gosh! This is where the movie that Adam Sandler's Mr. Deeds Mr. comes Deeds. from. I'm like, that's crazy. I that didn't know that. That's crazy. I did not know so that. So he got best director for Mr. Deeds Goes to Town, and it becomes later a popular Adam Sandler movie. That's funny. Um, so that was funny. I just, um, you know, I thought I thought his his stuff was interesting. He has a, a very interesting. Um, I feel like they all do. And he, with and that, he had like he started era. in like he started in silent films. Yeah. Like, and then he got gets, and then he gets into um, obviously audio, um, you know, his films with audio and stuff. And so he does. He has a very successful career as a as a director. Uh, and then we'll get into uh, our main character, uh, George ba- Bailey, played by the uh, famous James Jimmy Stewart. Uh, I, I was fascinated reading on his stuff. Like, yeah. Did you know? Okay, did you know that he starred in a shop around the corner? What? I did not know that. I didn't see that. Do you remember what movie that's from? Yeah, that was from. Uh, <laughs> you, you got, got mail. mail. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. How crazy is that? He was in that movie. No, in, in Shop Around the Corner. Yeah. The Shop Around the Corner. Yeah, the he was that... starred in it. Really? Yes. I did not I know. know. I did not I see was that. Because like, well, I was just looking at his um, 
what do you call it? Discography. Filmography? I don't know. Filmography, maybe. Anyways, I was looking at his movies just like I was looking at Donna Reed's. Because, again, I was trying to figure out what else they had been in. And I saw that he was in Shop Around the Corner. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we just talked about that. <laughs> That's funny. I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Connections and all these things. Yes. That's so funny. So, Jimmy Stewart was born in 1908 and died in 1997. Wow. At 89. Um, he won an Oscar for Best Actor in a Leading Role in The Philadelphia Story. And that's in, from, in 1940, which starred Cary Grant and Catherine Hedburn. Oh, wow. Hedburn. So, those are some famous names. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw this. He... he, he uh, he was in a movie called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, which Frank Capra um, directed that one. And Thomas Mitchell, who plays Uncle Billy in It's a Wonderful Life, was in that one as well. Oh, wow. Uh, I did want to read this. I just thought this was so interesting. He's just, he has such a good, long, successful career. Um, I just want to read this paragraph from, it's from um, Wikipedia, but I'm just not even going to summarize it. I'm just going to read it, if you don't mind. Go for it. So... It says, Jimmy Stewart was an American actor and military officer known for his distinctive draw and everyday, oh, every man screen persona. Stewart's film career spanned 80 films from 1935 to 1991 with the strong uh, morality, uh, with, uh, which is portrayed both on and off screen. He epitomized the American idea uh, in the mid 20th century, in 1999, the American Film Institute ranked him third on the list of America uh, and greatest American male actors. Oh wow! He received numerous honors, including uh, the Screen Actors Guild Life Achievement Award in 1968, the AFI Life Achievement Award in 1980, the Kennedy Center Honor. Uh, in 1983 as well as an academy honorary award and presidential medal of freedom both in 1985 yeah because he he was in the military too yes yeah yes he said he was actually the first major american movie star to enlist in the united states army Mm -hmm. to fight in world war ii yeah so he he and he didn't want to just join for publicity he Mm -hmm. really wanted to be overseas um, fighting, um, he, he was afraid that his his stardom was going right. to keep him from going over to, to Europe and stuff. Yeah, he he was in the um, Air Force, so I just I just thought he was. It's just very interesting. I didn't realize um, how I knew he was who he was from this movie, and I, I know he was a great actor and popular, but I just didn't know to the extent until I really started reading into. To his bio and looking at his movies and think where he was connections and stuff. Yeah, he's and a great actor. Yeah, it was it was, it was very cool. Um, the uh, you know this was his first movie he made after he got out of the military in mm-hmm. 1945. Yeah, and um, it says uh, Lionel Barrymore, Mr. Uh, who plays Mr. Potts. Uh, oh, Mr. Potter. Potter. Mr. Potter. I was like Mr. Potts. Potts. <laughs> uh, Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Convinced Jimmy to take the role of George Bailey, despite his feelings that he was not up to it so soon after returning from World War II. Yeah. So they had to convince him. That he, this is his first movie after. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. I thought he was great. I yeah. mean, he had taken like, taken like a five-year hiatus to be in the military. I mean, I haven't seen him anything else, but... 
Well, yeah. This was good. I know, right? I thought he was great. I don't think he could do much better than what he did. Yeah. Um, Did you have anything else you want to talk about, Jimmy Stewart? No, that's all I had. I kind of just, I kind of just went through. uh, Like I said, I went all these rabbit trails. Um, You have Donna Reed. Mm -hmm. She plays Mary Hatch Bailey. It's Mary Hatch, and then she turned Mary Bailey. Yeah, yeah. she gets married, and she obviously um, a Bailey, but. Uh, she was born in 1921 and died in 1986 at 64 years old. Oh, wow. uh, she died of cancer. Oh. Uh, she won an Oscar for Best Actress in a Supporting Role in the movie From Here to Eternity in 1953. Um, she was actually more popular as a TV star than a film star okay. later on. She had her own show called yeah, The Donna Reed that. Show yeah. from 1958 to 1966. It had 275 episodes. Wow. Jeez. Pretty, that's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, she was actually, uh, before she passed away, she was on for one season of the popular show Dallas in um, 1984 and 85. She was in 24 episodes of Dallas, and that was her last Aww. credited roles. So... Um, did you have anything on her or anything? I or did she... not. No, I did see that about, she had her own show. Yeah. Um, but she'd been in a ton of things. Yeah, no, she was just, she was great in this She film. was great. She was very yeah. stunning. Like, yes. black and white, she was just very stunning. And yes. Like, um, I thought, was, I thought she was great. She yeah. was, she was no, perfect. No, was very, really good, really good actress yeah, for that role. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then, we, like I said, um, I do want to say Mr. Mr. Potter played by, uh, Lionel Barrymore. Uh, he was born in 1878 and died in 1954 at 76 years old. Um, he won an Oscar for Best Actor in a Leading Role for um, A Free Soul. Uh, it was a 1930s film. Um, he acted from a wheelchair from 1938 on due to arthritis and a hip injury. Wow. Um, he was, uh, and they were, he was really credited for getting, he getting a lot of credit for how much, how successful he was despite being in a wheelchair through the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Um, very impressive. He, and this fun fact, he is the great uncle of Drew Barrymore. Wow. So, That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he, he goes and plays a lot of these crotchety old men yeah. in a lot of films and stuff. Uh, but I think he, uh, despite as much as you hate Mr. Potter in this movie, he actually does a great job. Well, that's what the goal is. Yeah, you don't want to like him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He does a great job at it. Yeah, and stuff. he's so mean. He, he's so so bad, but he's he plays, plays it very well. Yes, he does. I was very <laughs> impressed. So, anyways, those are our actors. If you had anything else, that's that's the only actors I want to talk about specifically. Anything from you? Um, uh, no, I did have one small fact about one of the actors. I don't remember, I don't know his name, but it was the actor who in the swimming pool scene when they're at the dance. Oh yeah. Um, the swimming pool. So the, the kid, one that pulls the prank. Yeah, the kid the who played who the kid who um, played the prank was Alfalfa. What? Yes, he he played Alfalfa in the the early Little Rascals. Really? Yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, he went from Alfalfa to that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how that was that old. Yeah, well, it's the it's the the original. Yeah. Like the movie. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a movie. In, there's a there's the movie Little Rascals, and then there's um the I guess it's series? a movie. It's not. I'm not talking about the one with. Uh, oh, the I know that. One. Not the nineties. Oh, okay. and then they had a TV series, didn't they? Maybe it was Little a TV Rascals? series. I, I don't know. I that never watched it. For that. I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. Um. That's what the internet says. That's so. what the internet says. Got to be correct. I know. <laughs> they all do realize that all this is like she's talked about. <laughs> yeah. The internet has different versions. So 
Well, take what we say with a grain of salt. This is all. Yeah, exactly. This is all what our <laughs> our internet research research comes up, and so we do try to find credible references and yeah. stuff. But you never know what people put out there. Yeah. Um. Obviously, this is a movie both of us have seen lots of times. This is a movie uh, that my dad has to watch every year. He loves watching it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life is a a staple a Christmas tradition for him. Um. <clears throat> He says he even like he even tears up every time. You oh, know? I do too. And I do too. I know. It's like, and it's it does hit different when you're an adult and you have kids For and sure. you can relate to some of the oh, feelings yeah. that could, he has. Been there. Yeah, yeah exactly. we've been there, and then more and more. I, I haven't sat down and watched this movie, and yeah, I literally like, sat down. I yeah. literally sat down and watched watched it and paid attention to it in a long time. Right, me neither. I, you know, I've probably seen. I mean, it comes on. We'll just say, okay, this is. It's Christmas. There's we'll just wrapping presents. Wrapping presents. Yeah. Let's just put you know this on and watching different scenes and I know we've seen all. There was no big surprise on a lot of the stuff, but to see it all the way through like we did, uh, I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, and me too. More than uh, maybe more than I expected. I don't right. know. And um, and I kind of wasn't looking forward to it because I felt like we had already kind of started watching Christmas movies, and I was like. I just, I don't, I'm not ready to like, sit down and watch this movie. But then we actually did, and it was really nice. No, it was nice. And <laughs> and it really got me in the Christmas spirit. Yes, it did. Yeah. I was, I was uh, being accused of bah humbugging going into this, <laughs> into Christmas season this year. Uh, it I just, it was after little, Thanksgiving. It was a little early. I was trying to get in the Christmas spirit a little early, and I wasn't ready for it. So, well, it was after Thanksgiving. It was after so Thanksgiving. No, I get it. I get it. But, bah humbug. I was like, <laughs> I was like, do we have to do Christmas decorations this year? Let's just leave them in the attic. We'd have to decorate. <laughs> Let's just skip Christmas this year. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> but no, I know. Christmas now, with the cranks. That's what you're going to do. I don't want to. Let's go off to Christmas with Caleb. <laughs> no that was good i'm glad we watched it. it did get me in the spirit and um well that's what good good christmas movies do yeah so how would so tell me about your your feelings and like you told it a little bit i guess yeah no i mean i uh i definitely like you said it definitely hits you differently as an adult and kind of sitting down actually sitting down watching it not just having it be noise in the background and yeah. just like really absorbing all of the information. Um, I feel like this film is the reason why it's such a classic and why it's such a rewatchable mm-hmm. film is because I feel like every time you watch it, you get something different out of it. You yeah. know, that's what I felt like. Like it, it especially, I mean, I, I guess maybe not every time, but every year you watch it, you're a different person. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so like I feel like you learn something different and it can provide something. Especially these movies with such strong meanings and, and, st- and um you know lessons or right. whatever they and when you have a mixture of adult and children and how that relates to you yeah it does yeah you're i think everybody person. can yeah, learn something that's and, a good point yeah and i feel like no matter where you are in your life you're always going to learn something whether you're um whether you can relate to george bailey or you can relate to mary bailey or you can even relate to mr potter you know you might maybe you're a selfish jerk and you realize yeah. that's not the way i want to be you know he, maybe i do need friends <laughs> yeah exactly maybe my money isn't what makes me rich <laughs> right exactly <laughs> i feel like that has uh that's why i think it's such a good film because i think everybody can relate to it no matter 
where they are. And that's why this movie, even though it was you know released in 1946 or 1947. Um, I don't give credit for 1946. Okay, it still is a staple in every household. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even... Us like, like we'll said, show it to our children. You like know? I said, it's number twentieth on the IMDb uh-huh. list of of best movies of all time. So got a there's a lot of people that yeah. Um, and I think before this, I kind of always just dismissed it. You know, like I was just like, yeah, yeah, it's classic, blah blah. blah. Right. But I never really feel like I guess that's what I feel like. This podcast is so great for you know everyone else, but also more for us. You know, right, for us. we're watching these films and you know, really watching them. And so we have context to talk about. Right. A kind of but, different points and talking points. And yeah. then you realize that you missed something yeah, the last time you saw it. Exactly. Or you're enjoying it differently. Yeah. Because I mean, because Christmas, Christmas movies can be monotonous and can be just like a ritual. It's just a tradition. We're yeah. going to do this. It's a Christmas, good Christmas movie. It's better than this one. Yeah. We enjoy it. Blah, blah, and blah. And it's usually so but busy and, you know, we're just watching it, you know. Because I felt like we did that when we watched um, White Christmas a few years ago for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, like literally for the first time. Um, kind of like what with like with this one, we actually just sat down and watched it. Because I know it's, it's been on since I was a child. Every Christmas, my, my mom would just have it on. But, um, you know, that, and we watched The Holiday Inn, just like all those old classic films that we never watched. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's my perspective. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I agree. It's, it was great to sit and watch it and enjoy it and uh, really enjoy it. Yeah. Do, I do want to talk about, I know we touched on we it did. a little bit, about the black and white and color mm-hmm. debate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a debate, but it's well, I mean, it's for some people. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, so it was what with 1970s, I think is what they is when they released it in color. Is that right? I don't know when they released it in color. I think it There's was a color version. I know, like you said, we were we, we we turned on Amazon and we were like, I'm like, oh, there's two movies. I'm like, so I just clicked on one. I was like, oh, this is the color version. I turned it off and turned the black and white on. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I think it was 1970s was when they released, they re-released it in color. Okay. Um, I believe. It could have been a little know. earlier, but I'm not quite sure. So probably don't hold not. Me that, probably holds not that, that against early. Me. Huh? It probably wasn't that early to do it. They probably waited a long time to do that. It may have been. I'm not sure. But so, you know, it is computerized coloring. Um but people have mixed feelings about it. Obviously, I understand people's reasoning for wanting to watch it in black and white because that was the way it was filmed and that was their attention. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of um, because they were they talked to a lot of the actors who were still alive when it was released in color, like what their feelings about it were. And actually, some of them had mixed feelings. So it wasn't oh, like okay. everyone was for black and white. You know, there's a couple actors that were saying that they they actually liked it in color because that's how they remembered it. You that's know? true. That that's how they remembered that. filming it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but a lot of them did think it should stay in black and white because a lot of thought went behind it in black and white. Because yeah. I think that's what I like about black and white so much, especially for this time period, is that it makes you feel nostalgic. You know, it um, it really puts perspective of like the contrast of the colors. So like there was one scene where he's on the bridge, you know, that famous scene of he's on the bridge. He's about to jump. About to jump. Uh-huh. It's very dark, contrasty. You know, if you had color in there, it would not, I feel like you would get the same feeling. Because mm-hmm. I feel like color can kind of give you distractions, you know. Uh, plus I just love like, especially the, I don't know why, it always, it's just, it just always sticks out to me when I watch this, is the scene where he's talking about the moon and Lasso and the moon. Oh, I love it. Her complexion 
even though it's in black and white, is stunning. Still, the lighting, the lighting, yeah. you can still tell the lighting and the contrast. I mean, and, and I think and... you would miss that mm-hmm. with, like, because the stark contrast, like you said, is the the dark and the white, uh, and I think you would miss that with color. I've never seen this film in color. No, we didn't. We never. We I've never. I've never watched it. I've seen the pictures. I've seen a couple right. clips here and there, and I always think it always looks so funny. It reminds me of like the colors um, are off. It's it's not going to be the same. Right. It's, well, it reminds me of like um oh shoot what's that what's that film with the train. Polar Express. It reminds me of like Polar Express oh, really? vibes. I don't know why. I guess because it just looks fake and yeah. animated. Um, but, but yeah, there was actually a quote from, uh, Jimmy Stewart at his reaction about the color. Um, So it said, the actor also revealed that when the late Jimmy Stewart himself saw earlier versions of the colorized film, he remarked that it looked like Walt Disney threw up on it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was like, well, that's a great (laughs) analogy there. (laughs) Yeah. Jimmy Stewart is a very uh, conservative person, so he would have liked the tradition of what it was filmed in, I'm sure. Right. Well, I think the actor they were talking about, I I believe, I could be completely wrong, but I believe it was um, his brother in the film. Okay. Um, What was his name? Henry? That sounds right. Henry Bailey? Is that right? Hank Bailey? uh, Harry? Harry. (laughs) Harry. Harry. Is it Harry? Um, what is it? I'm trying to find the names in here. Harry Bailey. Yeah. Harry Bailey. Okay, I was close. But yeah, it was his brother, the actor. Um, Todd he was, Kearns. Okay. Yeah, he was the one who made the quote that he um, liked it in color because it it that was how he saw it. But yeah, it. so yeah. then he had talked to um, Jimmy Stewart and he said, yeah. That was fun. Didn't like yeah. the color. That's, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. So let's let's talk about some of our, our, our favorite scenes or scenes that stood out whatever fun and i completely forgot to do that you forgot to do that <laughs> but i kind of already talked about a couple of mine yeah, so did. you go ahead you did um you know I, I love the uh the pool scene's hilarious did you know there's a swimming pool under this floor and did you know that button behind you causes this floor to open up and did you further know that george bailey is dancing right over that crack you know, uh, the like you talked about, it was the prank of falling in the pool, and that was that was a real pool. That was yeah. at Beverly Hills High School, and I right. guess I guess it's still in operation. They're trying to renovate. Yeah, they it, said or, yeah, they're trying to renovate it. I saw that too. Something like that. I don't know when that was, but maybe it's done now. The um, I just thought that was that was funny. That's a good memorable um, movie uh, from any movie. Just just movies in general, but it's just very memorable. The bank scene after the wedding. I mean, oh, as yeah. great as it was, really it's iconic, heartbreak. Yeah. It's, heart, it's heartbreak. It's very iconic. It's heartbreaking, and it's like it just shows who he is. I mean, obviously, Mr. Well, Potter. Well, about that time period too. Yeah. How in, how insecure everyone was about banks, and yeah, it was such a new technology for them, or well, I guess you say process. Well, yeah, but it was you know it was a not hiding their money under the mattress. You know, yeah, <laughs> that was their bank before that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they didn't have these banks. Didn't have the guarantees and stuff they do now and right. and stuff like that so i i mean it was just you know the whole process of you know he's going off to his wedding you know he had a, a wedding and he's about to go off and he's got all this money and he's about to go blow it and have a good time with his wife and the bank calls alone so obviously mr potter who owns you know their loan is through the bank who, who uh, he calls in the loan and so, and he does it in the most vulnerable spot when, you know, George is about to leave town. So 
and it forces George so to mean. to stay in town again. You know, yeah. would not be able to leave every time he turned around. Like when George is about to leave town and fulfill his dreams, he gets stuck. Know. You know, his father dying. He and bless his wife, his wonderful wife. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then like and that goes to a, another great scene right after that. Is the honeymoon yeah. at the uh, Granville house. Yeah. You know, you're like, I was like, this is so sweet. Yeah. You know what she did. And she's so supportive. And I still don't think, I think, I don't think he even saw that until after his uh, encounter with Clarence. I don't think he even, because you could tell, like he, he loved it. But I don't think he appreciated it, you know. As much. maybe. Yeah. yeah. He didn't appreciate the Granville house. Because like, he was so set on his dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, which kind of always goes back to like, I always felt like, you know, this is a, sp- a slightly spiritual movie. It kind of depends on what you, f- right. what you want to okay. look at it as. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of always think about like, you know, our plans are our plans, not God's plans, yeah. you know, and as much as we fight, you know, God's plans that those are the plans that are right for us. Not, not necessarily our plans. Sometimes yeah. they can go and coincide, but most of the time they don't actually. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What you think is best for you is normally not what's best for yeah. you. Yeah. And like he had a whole purpose. Yeah. And despite what he thought his purpose was, his purpose was to stay in that town and keep people being able to live their best life. I mean, right. you know, it's, and he, he had to see it. He had to, you know, Clarence had to show him, yeah. you know, that, you know, because you I think might he, be here, but look, look how rich you are. Look how, you know, look what you've done for all these people. These people would not be in the position that they're in, you know. And uh, what was his brother said? Uh, yeah, his brother says when he comes, he said, the George Bailey, the richest, richest man, man in man town. town yeah. You know, and it's just, <laughs> it's beautiful. You know, when you think about it, and it gives you just, if that makes you like, think about yourself. You know, you're like, yeah. I always want to do this. I always want to do that. And then like. Well, you put so much sacrifice, you know, that's what I think he thought a lot of it was he sacrificed so much, you know, but he didn't think about, yeah, okay, you just sacrificed so much, but look what you've gained, Yeah, you know, like you have the most prettiest woman in town who cares about you and loves about, loves you. And then you have, you know, four, four, four great children, great children, you know, beautiful house that they've redone. Yeah. And that they built themselves and he has, he has a business all on his own, yeah. you know, help all these people. Yeah. And he has all these friends. That's right. Yeah. Everybody loves him in town. Yeah. You and know? respects he, him. Yeah. Yeah. And trusts him. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, yeah. The, the honeymoon and the, the I mean, that was just, it's, it's just, it was, it was funny how these scenes were just right after each other. Like, they had the cool pool scene, and then it goes to my favorite scene, which is George and Mary walking home after the pool scene. Yeah, me um, too. And his whole thing was like, you want the moon? I'll give you the moon. You know, I just, I love <laughs> I that love scene. That, yeah. I love that scene. It's like. What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Barry. Like, you're talking about her, that the, they're, the, the, the way it's filmed and the coloring and with the moon, um, like he's at her face, uh, it's just some good, some good, um, good stuff. And then like immediately after that, they, they drive up and then his father dies, yeah. you know, and then, cause he's ready to go leave town and all this. So yeah, I was like, every time he was one foot out the door, it was slammed shut on yeah, him, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and then. Mary, I know what I'm going to do tomorrow and the next day and next year and a year after that. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet and I'm going to see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum. 
you know, every time he, he you know, his brother was going to give him an, he was like, oh, my brother's back in town and he's, he's my way out. You know, he's going to yeah. come take over and his brother's already married and he's already out the door. He's like, I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I'm stuck here again. And then he gets married and, and then he has all that money and he, he can't give it all, you know, he, he just yeah. has to help can't out. Can't go on the honeymoon. He can't do all that. So I don't know. It's just a lot of great, a lot of great stuff. Um, a lot of great, those are great scenes, the way they're played and how even how important they were to the plot, but they were great scenes. Well, well, um, well done. And then obviously the whole George and Clarence seeing his life through, um, seeing his life without George Bailey. You've been given a great gift, George, a chance to see what the world would be like without you. The whole sequence, the way it built and everything was really well done. Uh, seeing all the different people in the bar, the bar is yeah. hilarious. And, um, so yeah, those are, um, a lot of my, the most memorable scenes for me. What was one, uh, did you, I know you said you didn't write down, but did you, <laughs> did you have a, Why that completely slipped my mind. Did you, uh, did you have a favorite scene or any of them stick out to you? Um, I mean, I, I guess, like you said, them walking home from the, uh, walking home from the dance. Right. Yeah. That was one of my favorite scenes. And then I do love when she's in the bushes. There's a couple of really great one-liners in <laughs> yeah. that. He's about to give her her robe back, yeah. and he's like, "Wait a second. It's like it's like I've never does, been given this opportunity. A man, is, a man never comes back this him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What should I do? What should I yeah, do? Yeah, I know. I love that. I How that do I handle really funny. this situation? <laughs> he's like thinking, right? thinking out loud um, with it. Yeah, so that one, yeah, I love that scene. Um, and then, of course, I just the, love the end scene. Which oh, is really I mean, that's, great. that's yeah. so great. I mean, yeah. all oh the town God, people there. Oh, my God, it just makes there. me tear up every time. Everybody coming in so sweet. And then and then um, the famous line, yeah. the little girl. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, Daddy, teacher says, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. I love, I never heard this line until this movie. I love when the bartender is like, I'm handing out wings. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's going, bing, 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 bing yeah. with the register. <laughs> I love that guy's voice. I thought his voice was from something else. Yeah, he reminds me of an actor. I can't remember. Like, during I this, this time, like, like, obviously, he's not alive. None of these actors are alive. But um, it's what, I, it's just been driving me nuts. I can't think of who he reminds me of. I think. I don't know. It'll come to me another day. Yeah, but I just I looked him up. And I was like, is he something else? Is he a voice actor or something? But I couldn't find anything where yeah. his voice was. But his voice maybe reminded me of something. But I love that Italian accent or whatever yeah. he had. But that was great. Uh, so the daughter's name is uh, Zuzu. 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 Yeah. I'm like, that is an awesome name. I was like, we should yeah. have named. If we had another daughter, I would name her Zuzu. Zuzu. Oh, That's wow. an awesome name. That's an awesome name. But I saw that she go. Um, Zuzu is actually the name of a popular um, cookie brand uh-huh. and so that's why he goes zuzu my ginger snap in Aww. the movie and so that's why he did that it's like billy daddy zuzu zuzu my little ginger snap how do you feel fine so well they said i saw a fact about her they said that she never saw the film until 1970s 70 something yeah. yeah 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 i read her bio she had she had a rough life Aww. she had a rough life after this with her um like she did some some films for a couple of years uh, she was getting in it, but then her mom, her mom, uh, something happened to her mom, 
And then she passed, I think she had really early Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and then she passed away really early. And so she wasn't able to go to auditions. And then her father got killed in a um, car accident when she was like 15. Oh my gosh. And though she had to go live with her aunt and uncle in like Missouri. And she had, she was very strict and hard and um, on them and stuff. And so it was, uh, and she had, she had a pretty rough uh, life for a while um, and then she got, and then like you said, she didn't see anything till the she didn't see the movie till she was still the seventies. Yeah, well, that's why. And now probably. she's like, and now now she gets around and she was in. Uh, she goes to a lot of like convention, conventions or or viewings of the movie and stuff, oh, okay. and people are people invite her to things like that's that. Cool. So she's had a, like a resurgence and a lot of that. But yeah. there's a couple of the kid actors are still alive. I think mm-hmm. her and her brother are, are the two big ones. I think it's Tommy or Tom. Um, I think is is one. He had a lot of acting roles, I think. But um, I thought I thought I was just there's another one of those. I just read about the bios. I went on I went on so many. Uh, uh, and I was like I was singing the Buffalo Gals. Don't you come out tonight? <laughs> I know. I, got told, a, I told you I said that song always reminds me of my grandmother because she sings that song all the time. She was always singing something, and that was one of the songs. <laughs> I know. It's so funny, and it's just it, comes, it keeps coming up in the movie, and it's so great. Yeah, it's perfect. It's uh-huh. great. It's great. It's like their movie. <laughs> Buffalo Gals, can't you come out tonight? And dance by the light. I, know, like I, I didn't realize like whenever um he did, she did the honeymoon song that was that song was playing on the record player. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. she was trying to bring him to remember it. And yeah. she was trying yeah, uh-huh. I noticed, I never noticed that before. Yeah, I, I was didn't either. like <laughs> I was like, Oh, she's playing that song. She's trying to get him like to remember and stuff and uh-huh. he wasn't having it. It was funny. Yeah. So uh one thing I thought that that didn't work well in this movie was Mr. Potter never got called out on stealing the eight thousand dollars i know they never did show him they never he never got yeah he never nothing ever happened with him but i thought it was when i was looking i saw this but then i looked it was so funny because one of the things i saw was a connection to the film was an snl skit (laughs) from it was from 1996 it was called it's a wonderful life the lost ending (laughs) and so this is where dana carvey plays george uh, where um, his uncle, like, it shows the ending of the movie, and some of the actors are playing it. And like I said, Dana Carvey does a really good impression of George. Uh, and then um, his uncle comes busting through the crowd. And he's like, "I remember, I remember what I did with the 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 eight thousand dollars." He's like, "I had it in a newspaper, I had an envelope, and I had it on a newspaper, and I couldn't remember. I did something with it. And I handed it to somebody." He said, "And I talked to the the teller." Or whatever, and he's like, and they remember um, Mr. Potter putting uh, depositing eight thousand dollars right after I left, and so they're like, so then they're like, what, Mr. Potter? So let's get him, and so it shows like the next scene's like this mob going to <laughs> going to Mr. Potter's like place, his oh office, gosh. and so they like start beating the crap out of. Him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and like throw him out of a wheelchair, and it's so funny because like. Then like throw him back over the desk, and then they're like, and like it's obviously like a doll of him. Yeah. Like it comes back over, and so they like just jumping on him. Oh and, my gosh! And throwing him around. <laughs> like they just. I have not seen this. this it was, I watched it. I'll go. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Anybody wants to watch this? That's kid. so funny. But it, it, it was funny. So if you I'm ever like, wondered, this is what they. Well, came that's up what with. happened. Apparently, after after cut, after the yeah. lights went out on the. That's that's what kept happening. So. 
Well, that was funny. But uh, I think that was just the purpose of it. It wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be about that. It wasn't him. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably nowadays it would, <laughs> they would, uh, put have an end credit book, scene. Have like a book ending. On, <laughs> we asked, that if you asked, like, is there an end credit scene to this? Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a Marvel Appar- movie. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I went down this, like I said, I went down some rabbit holes. Okay, let's not go down all of them. No, but I did. So some of my nerd friends that will appreciate this, but I went into, I was like, talk, they talk a lot about money and different money. So I was like, in 1945, like I said, this movie was Christmas Eve, 1945. How much was, how much money is that today? Okay. So I, and so I, then there was a couple of times they talked about different money amounts. And so right. I, I, so I, tra- I, did the five thousand dollars for a house? Yeah. So, so <laughs> in 1945, one dollar is about seventeen dollars and nine cents today. Okay. So the house that they so the what was that five thousand dollars? No, house? what was the uh, place called? The building and loans building. building the and building and loans. So they they gave out. They said they said a couple of times five thousand dollars were built would build a house. Mm-hmm. So that's about eighty five thousand dollars today. Still really, really cheap. Yeah, they don't have a lot of the same stuff and a lot yeah. of smaller homes. Right. Well, then. it was like, so, I think it was like two bedrooms, one bath. Yeah, I mean, it was like little houses. So, yeah. So, I'm like, okay, that's fine. So, George had $2,000. He was taking him taking him on his honeymoon uh, that he ended up giving out to his to all the right. people in, at the bank. So, $2,000 is $34,000 today. Oh, my God. I'm like, who's taking $34,000? I mean, even $2,000 on a honeymoon nowadays is still good. Yeah, like, right. you could get far with that. Yeah. I mean, they didn't book nothing in advance. I guess he's just paying for it as he goes. Yeah. Um, That's and the most, most of the people that were taking out the $20, $20 so I'm like, some people wanted twenty dollars. Yeah, there were several week, of them yeah. for the week, and so that was that's the equivalent of like thirty uh, three hundred and forty dollars today. Holy cow! So Uncle Billy lost eight thousand dollars. He oh, misplaced yeah. it. That's a hundred and thirty four thousand dollars. Well, I knew it had to be a lot because, like you said, five thousand was for a house. Yeah, so and I'm thinking eight thousand. Holy cow! Yeah, that's almost two houses worth. <laughs> exactly, one hundred thirty four thousand dollars. He would have lost. Oh my so gosh! So I, I can see why they panicking. Yeah. Uh, George, they said George, what he said, he made, uh, $45 a week, Mm -hmm. um, when he was talking to Mr. Potter. Um, and that's like making $780 today. Yeah. Um, Potter offers George, uh, a yearly salary of $20,000. That's $343,000 today. Yeah. Even 20,000 now would still be good for some people. (laughs) 20,000. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. That's not a lot today. That's poverty. <laughs> You're living in poverty. <laughs> That's like it's livable. Eh, not really. Okay. <laughs> no, three, so you can tell the the significance of him turning down that kind of money, that kind of salary. Yeah. Is a big deal. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. That was interesting. I went through a inflation calculator <laughs> on the internet doing this. Uh, do you have any quotes? Um, I do. Um, I have a couple quotes. Um, one of them uh, was from Clarence. Um, it's kind of one of the big ones. It says, mm-hmm. you see, George, you've really had a wonderful life. Don't you see what a mistake it would be to throw it away? Yeah. Okay, you yeah. know? Um, uh, Mr. Potter, I didn't hear this in the movie, but when I read it, I was like, I want this on a shirt. Okay. Oh, uh, I, think, <laughs> I heard it this time. I think I know. Go ahead. It says, George, I am an old man and most people hate me, but I don't like them either. So that makes it all even. Yeah, exactly. George, I am an old man. Most people hate me, but I don't like them either, so that makes it all even. 
I heard that for the first time this time through. I'm like, I want that on a shirt, a mug, something. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the uh, lasso around the moon. That was another one. Yeah. Um, what is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Barry. Yeah, I love it with his... 40s accent. Yeah, yeah, I know. I gave you the moon, hey? His draw. Yeah, his famous draw. (laughs) And then um, another George Bailey quote was, uh, he's talking about the house. He says, I wouldn't live in it as a ghost. (laughs) We talked about that when he said it. I I thought that was so clever. That's a good one. Um, And then I did love that um, it's uh, back and forth between Mary and George Bailey about when he came back to the house to... He was just like walking down the street and his oh, mom yeah. called the that mom. That was a fun scene. She said, um, his mom's calling down, George Bailey, what does he want? And she looks at she looks at him and she's like, what do you want? And he says, me, not a thing. I just came in to get warm. And then she tells her mom, he's making violent love to me, mother. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow. I, was like, I know that was kind of racy. That sounded then. racy for that day, for sure. Um, so I, I love that. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and I do love when, I, I love the George Bailey, uh, what's that? Oh, what's that? You know what he said? When, like, he was like saying, what? Oh, he would always say, oh, what's that? When he's on the wrong ear. Yeah. When he can't hear out of the ear. I love that because it's like, that's such an old saying. What's uh, that? What's that? <laughs> that's funny, yeah. What about you? The uh, the only one that wasn't, that we, you didn't that mention. <laughs> well, I already did the Zuzu Bailey one. With the, oh, yeah. Yeah, teacher says, every time a bell rings, the angel gets his wings. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other one that Clarence says, he goes, strange, isn't it? Uh, each man, Each man's life touches so many others. Uh, when it isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I love and I love his at the end with the um, some I forget what it was, but something about him being a friend. Thanks for being a friend. I got my angel wings. That oh one, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. really cool. That was good. Yeah, those are all those. So did uh, I don't even know if we want to go through best actors and actors. Uh, no, and they were all great. I, I mean, mean <laughs> Jimmy. I mean, obviously Jimmy Stewart is is just he, he nails it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and he's. And he has to for this movie um, to be so successful. But yeah, there's no least favorite character. I yeah. think no one did a bad job. No, I mean, it, was, it was great. Everyone, it was a great, a great cast. Uh, like I said, even Mr. Potter, who we all hate, did a really great job yeah. at it. And um, I got some. I got a couple more facts. Did you have any? Oh, the one I had was uh, you know for the scene where um, where Donna Reed has to throw the. Rock at the window oh, at the yeah. Gainesville house <laughs> said director Frank Capra hired a marksman to shoot out, shoot it out on cue to everyone's amazement. Uh, Reed broke the window by herself. Yeah. On the first try. So she had, she had, <laughs> she had played baseball in high school oh, and had wow. a strong throwing arm. Nice. That's, so that's cool. Uh, there's actually a heat wave. Yeah, this is actually, I got that. Got that yeah, one? I got that one. That was one of the ones I was. Well, I noticed say. this too during the film. Yeah. During the film, I think I even said something that you could tell. Oh, he's that sweating. Was yeah. sweating. He was sweating, and that's why because yeah. they were filming this in well, heat wave. At the um, when he's on the bridge, when he's yes. about to jump, he's sweating. Yes, usually. He yes. yes. I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, you're about to end your life, so it was you're like kind of freezing. Nervous. Supposedly freezing outside. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did see that. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that was that was interesting. I guess that makes some sense. It was something I yeah. I like it when I see something I notice in the movie, and then there's something I find that kind of yeah, makes sense yeah. to it. Like, oh. Well, they said they actually even had to shut down production one day because it was so hot. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, because it's 
it's so hot and then they're wearing all these layers oh yeah of they're they're wearing like it's winter yeah. time yeah well i mean it looks like it is yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's crazy um, which also helps with black and white <laughs> it does definitely help in black and white it was like when we watched the steel magnolias uh-huh. and they were filming the christmas scene yeah it was and hot it was like it was it was hot it was green as it can be and it uh-huh. was bright and right like, in black and white you could have covered all of yep. that up Oh, I thought this was hilarious. So as um, the scene where Uncle Billy is leaving the Bailey home and he's drunk. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so he turns and leaves and he goes off off, ca- off camera and you hear the sound of um, as he stumbles like his trash cans uh-huh. like in the sidewalk. So, in fact, a crew member dropped a large tray of props right after uh, <laughs> Thomas Mitchell went off screen. James Stewart began laughing, and Mitchell quickly improv I'm all right, I'm okay, and director Frank Capra uh, uh, decided to use the take in the final cut and gave the stagehand $10 bonus for improving the sound. That's hilarious. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. It's a hilarious part, and it was all like improv. Improv, yeah. Uh, 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 Jimmy Stewart... um, he was nervous about the phone kiss scene when, you know, the, the yeah. scene we're talking about when they, when he goes into the house and right before they get married, but he was nervous about the phone kiss scene because it was his first on-screen kiss since the return to Hollywood after the war under uh, director Frank Capra's watchful eye, Stewart filmed the scene in only one um, unrehearsed take. Uh, it worked so well that part of the embrace was cut because it was too passionate to pass the censors. Oh, wow. Wow. They did have really good chemistry. I thought that was... Oh, I thought they were great. Yeah. yeah. They were perfect. Yeah, the banter, the back and forth, some of the points and stuff. Yeah. And that was cute. That was yeah. Good. Uh, and I know we made we made mention of the bird, with the raven yeah. in it. So apparently Frank Capra, I guess it's, I guess he's Jimmy the Raven. The bird is named Jimmy the Raven. He appears in all of Capra's movies after 1938. Wow. So that there you go. That's why I had a movie pet. I guess. He puts in all his films. It's weird. Well, so. then we realized Uncle Billy had all those random animals. Oh, yeah. Like a squirrel running around. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he had in his, yeah. in his uh, house when they had that that scene. But did you have anything else? I think I covered most of my I stuff. So. I, I blew through some of that. But like I said, I just did so much. Yeah. <laughs> so much research. So much stuff. I just... It's not worth no, talking about. We wouldn't have anything to time. talk about. I know. I just found it fun and interesting yeah. to talk about this era. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, we're not going to visit this era probably again anytime soon. Yeah, or ever. Or ever. <laughs> but some great actors. Um, like I said, Jimmy Stewart's, you know, a legend in the film industry. And, you know, we don't really know him for much much else. But, you know, it was, besides this, it was his number one film probably. So Yeah. Uh, so it was great. I mean, yeah. It was a great choice. Good Christmas spirit, getting the mood for Christmas. And it, So are we going to rate these or not going to rate these? I mean, this is a five, five star. star. Five yeah. star. <laughs> we don't even have to. I like, got a five star, you guys. You got a five star, Megan. <laughs> you had to pull out a Christmas classic. I knew it. I knew yeah. it would work. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd get me with. I feel like all these are going to be five stars, though. I mean, they're what we love. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason we're picking those. Yeah. And, you know. Both... It was my pick though, and you were surprised about that. I was surprised you picked. Yeah, the, I mean there are so one. many great ones. I just, I just had to pick a classic. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. I think this is gonna be fun because all the movies that we're picking are a lot different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's great um, that this one was. Well, so speaking of, 
What's your next pick? This is my next pick. So I get to pick, and this is my Christmas pick. Uh-huh. And like you said, obviously there's a lot we could go, we could we could do, but um, I went with one uh, a crowd flight freight a, a crowd <laughs> flavor it flavor it. <laughs> I'm going with Die Hard. No, you're not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's a good christmas movie yeah <laughs> uh, no i'm not doing die hard but i'm going with a with a very uh crowd favorite i'm going with uh national lampoon's christmas vacation yeah so that'll be fun this is gonna be a fun one <laughs> yeah we'll laugh a lot we love this movie we yeah. watch it We've i mean already, i, I think will we already stop watched and it. watch it oh yeah I'm, i think we have i, think I don't we think we watched, watched it all the way through but we didn't watch it all the way through and then i think uh we watched just vacation was on tv the other day yeah watched, the vegas the, vacation was on too vegas vacation yeah. and right for the first vacation yeah which as her uh, they had uh, it was the um uh, National, National Lampoon's Thanksgiving Marathon. Is yeah, what it our was. vacation marathon. Yeah, our vacation marathon. Yeah. Yeah, we won't get into all of the vacations, but the Christmas <laughs> vacation <laughs> is definitely the most popular and, and classic yeah. one. So, anyways, well, that was that was that was a fun episode. Good choice, Megan. Get your first Thank five you. star. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. If you really enjoyed this episode, if you like our podcast, make sure you're. Giving us our five star rating, you know, make a uh, make a comment, you know, write a review, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, as Jet loved to say. <laughs> I know I'm going to give him to do that on the podcast. Yeah, we we'll have to it. play it every time now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to have a sound clip. <laughs> That's funny. Until next time, guys. Merry Christmas. Hope you get through the holidays. Is it helping you get through the holidays a little bit better? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy holidays. All of the things. All of the things, whatever you prefer. So, yeah, and we'll see you next time. All right, bye, guys. Merry Christmas!